Today's episode couldn't come at a more perfect time because I'm sure like other moms out there, you're realizing that the quarantine 15 that you might have gained isn't really going anywhere anymore. With the holiday season fast approaching, it's time to start thinking about those health goals for the new year. But why wait until the new year to get started when you can take some of the tips from today's episode and get going today? I want to bring on the show Nagina Abdullah. She is a health coach for female professionals, corporate executives, and seven-figure entrepreneurs. She's also the founder of Masala Body. Nagina teaches the scientifically-based strategies to help women lose 40 to 100 pounds, even while working 60-plus hours a week, if they've tried everything. Nagina has a degree in molecular and cell biology from UC Berkeley, an MBA from NYU Stern, and has worked for a top four consulting firm as a management consultant for Fortune 500 healthcare companies. She has been featured in Health.com, Business Insider, People.com, and more. In this episode, Nagina shares some simple tips that you can implement today to get started or complement your health journey that doesn't require some crazy diet or intense workout regime. She also shares her story on how she was able to transition from management consulting to entrepreneurship just this year after starting Masala Body as a side hustle years ago to her already demanding corporate job. Since this episode was recorded, I've already started to implement some of her techniques, like using different spices in my drinks and food, which is so easy to do. So I hope you can all take away one thing to help you on your health journey. Welcome to Mommy's on a Call, your sacred space to laugh, learn, and feel like a real grown-up human for a hot minute. I'm Stephanie Uchima Carney, a mom of three under six, serial entrepreneur, business strategist, and donut connoisseur, just trying to get through the day one cold cup of coffee at a time. I believe that with more intention, a positive mindset, and self-care, it is possible to thrive in motherhood, business, and life. My mission is to uncover the daily rituals, life lessons, real-life tactics, and favorite tools to inspire and empower you, mommy, to get the most out of life every single unpredictable day. So grab your headphones, tell your kids you're on the potty, and tune in weekly for some laughs, knowledge bombs, and plenty of real talk with real moms, and maybe a dad or two. Welcome to the Mommy Pod. Hey mommies, have you left a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts yet? For the month of October and November, I'm running a special little contest. So if you leave me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and take a screenshot of that review and DM it to me on Instagram at mommies on a call or post it in my free Facebook group, Modern Business Mamas, you can be entered to win a free Erin Condren petite planner bundle filled with some of my favorite planners and journals to help you stay accountable and organized for 2021. So head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating or a review, screenshot your review, send it to me or post in the group and you'll be entered to win. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy the episode. I'm super excited today to welcome Nagina Abdullah to the Mommies on a Call podcast. I feel like we're super kindred souls in all of this because we both went to a UC, both were management consultants, both went to business school, and now are pursuing our new entrepreneurial endeavors. So welcome. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I'm so excited to be here with you. So I wanted to start off by asking you, what was your biggest mommy win of the week? 
Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, my biggest mommy win of this week was the fact that my kids both started school, a hybrid version where they went to school and then they're at virtual part of the time. My winning, my, just my moment was that the fact that I was able to be there with them on the bus, like to, to get them on the bus that they were going on. I was able to wait there with them. I was able to pick them up from the bus, which was something that I was never able to do for many, many years when I was in my corporate job. And it just felt so good to be able to support them and to be there and then to go inside and work on my business. Can I just say, I'm really jealous that your kids get to go to in-person school right now because I'm in LA. We are completely virtual. So where are you based? And Tell us a little bit about how many kids you have, what are their ages, and a little bit about your current family structure. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I I actually, I definitely empathize. My kids have been out of school as most have since March 13th. And so this was like a huge difference when the the home was quiet for a few hours, but but I have two children. I have a 11 year old son and I have a nine year old daughter. And so we are, we right now I work from home and my husband also works from home because of the pandemic, but sometimes goes into his work. And so, yeah, we have, you know, we have a, a, a nice close family and we live in New Jersey. I'm originally from California. That's where I went to UC Berkeley, a UC just like uh, similar to you. And I grew up in California and then I moved to New York to go to business school and then stayed in New- And now I live in New Jersey with my family. And during the day, so I was going to say during the whole pandemic, were you working out of the house? Were you working in the house? Tell us a little bit about your role in your work. And then also was, where was your husband at and who was watching the kids? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Well, it was, we were all working out of our house. We were all co-working and we recently moved to a, to a much more comfortable space, but we used to actually live in a, it was a two bedroom apartment slash home that was near the busy area of the city that I lived in. And I really liked, like, I love busy areas. I love New York. And after having children, we decided to move more to a suburb, but it was a city suburb. So we made the decision that we wanted to live in a walkable area. And so with that came a smaller space, but we loved it when the restaurants were open and the parks were open and we'd be able to walk to everywhere. But now all of a sudden we were all in one home and um, we were all of us co-working on the dining room table, which wasn't, that's kind of a fancier name. It was actually a kitchen table that we were all working from. And so every time my daughter would cough and every time my son would say, I don't know what, I don't want to do this anymore. We would be like on calls and trying to focus. We're like, be quiet, everybody be quiet. Like we could hear every single little thing that was happening. So we have been home the entire time. Meanwhile, in the summer, we were able to move to a home that like each of my kids now have their own room and we have a much more a backyard that the kids can play in now. So it's been a game changer for us. And we decided to do that during the pandemic because we're like, now this is the time to have more space. And so that has made it re- a lot more comfortable for us. And the fact that, that my kids, they're 11 and 9, You know, they were able to be somewhat self-sufficient during this time, which was, which was, which was a big help. But then also, we also got to have a lot of family time together that we would have never had, like spending every evening together instead of driving them to practices and just having so much connection, which was really, really fun for us as a family. So I want to talk about a little bit backtrack a couple of years because you said you just quit your corporate job at the beginning of 2020. 
but you were in management consulting beforehand. And I, as a management consultant, understand there was a lot of travel. There's, you know, you're always on, you're answering emails at all time. And so paint a little picture of how your life was then balancing corporate job, your career, your entrepreneurial venture and children. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So yes, I would love to share this. There was a lot of hunger for me. I had a lot of hunger for more flexibility. And I also had a lot of hunger for a desire for an unlimited income. And that was something that like I was not seeing would happen with the current corporate corporate lifestyle because I knew that I could not keep working longer hours and be gone from my family even more than I already was. And so, you know, given that I had an MBA and I'm very ambitious, I really want to achieve things, but I also really, it's really important to me to be a mom to my children and to be there. Like I don't have to be there every day and I don't have to be there for every meal, but I like to be there like, you know, as much as I can. So what happened is that after I had, so I had this, this kind of combines with my health journey because I had struggled with my weight my entire life. Like I had always never been happy with where I was. I was always counting my calories, trying every single diet out there from Weight Watchers to Atkins to eating less and exercising more. And after I started my job as a management consultant, I was traveling all the time and eating in like amazing restaurants. And then I had two children, one children, one child, and then shortly after my second, and I was at the maximum weight that I'd ever been at. And I felt really uncomfortable in my body. And I felt like I had hardly any energy to do things with my children. And then I was going to shortly after have to return back to my work and I could not fit into any of my work clothes. And it was just, I didn't want to wear maternity pants to like a client meeting. And so in that moment, I realized I needed to do something about my health, about my weight, and I needed to do it in a whole new way where I couldn't waste time, like losing weight and putting it back on again. I didn't have that kind of time anymore with two children and and a demanding job. And so I started doing some research about real foods and how, what to add and how to be, how to have a positive approach to to changing your lifestyle. I made some changes that were not even that big, but they were, they were structured changes. And I changed, I lost 40 pounds in nine months. What do you think were the biggest changes you made or like the top three? Like, I'm going to ask you a little, in a little bit, what are the top three things that moms can do right now? But I'm curious in your busy state, when you were traveling all the time, when you were eating out, cause I mean, I get that. I did that too. And I remember buying like a size, two sizes bigger than my normal size of my suits because just doing that all the time. And I didn't even have kids yet. I was just like 20 something and eating out all the time and drinking and doing all of that. So what kind of things did you do at that time that helped? Yes. Yes. So let me tell you, I'll tell you three things and then I'm going to share even like more things after, but we, one of the main things I did is that like my morning coffee was my highlight of my day. I mean, it was especially the highlight of my morning, but my morning coffee in, included this very sugary French vanilla creamer. It included a couple, I thought Splenda was healthier than sugar and it would help me. So, but I would use like two to three Splenda packs because I just needed that sweetness. And so I would basically be having a sugar bomb every morning. And so one of the things that I did is that I learned about that, that the spice cinnamon 
It actually lowers your blood sugar and it gives you that sweet taste so that you don't have the craving for sugar. And so as a result, when you lower your sugar, you store less fat. And so I started changing my coffee from this French vanilla Splenda sugar bomb to a coffee that had almond milk in it with a sprinkle of cinnamon in it. And it wasn't like it happened overnight. I mean, obviously the French vanilla one tasted like so much sweeter and it definitely tastes more amazing. But then as I transitioned and I started pouring, using almond milk, using cinnamon, I still got the sweetness. And then when I tried the French vanilla creamer, it was so sweet. I couldn't even take it anymore. And so by making that small shift, it actually changed my cravings for the morning. Because when you have some sugar, you crave more sugar. So I took that sugar down for my coffee and replaced it with cinnamon. And as a result, I didn't have the cravings in the morning and I was able to get all the way to lunch and then have a really healthy lunch. Do you have a particular cinnamon you like? Cause I'm just wondering, I like just buy Trader Joe's cinnamon or whatnot. Is there something? Cause I feel like I put cinnamon in my coffee every day, but I still put in the non-dairy French vanilla creamer because I need that like almost like fuller flavor. So I'm uh-huh. curious, is there a type of cinnamon you really like? I mean, any kind of cinnamon really is fine for your coffee. It's it's really fine. If you were to start using like really high amounts of cinnamon, meaning like more than two to three, more than more than like a fourth of a cup of cinnamon a day, then you would want to make sure that the cinnamon that you were having is the cinnamon. It's called Ceylon cinnamon. That's the healthier cinnamon. Usually the regular cinnamons are cassia cinnamon, but it really doesn't matter at the moment that at, at like the point of like, if you're sprinkling cinnamon in your coffee and maybe sprinkling it into a couple of other things throughout the day. And Trader Joe's is excellent for for so many things. So that's a really, really good one. It's like my favorite store. I mean, I pretty much shop there. So, oh yes, that's amazing. That is a winner. That's a winner. I love Trader Joe's. There's a lot of really easy, simple, healthy meals that are delicious that you can pull together. From, from Trader Joe's. Perfect. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. So, I mean, those are, that, that's one change, a couple other changes I made and then I'll, and then I can share, you know, more about how this transitioned to, to me starting my own business yeah. is that I, so another thing is to really, I have this mantra called protein more, and it's all about adding more protein. And a lot of times, almost every single woman that I work with is lacking in enough protein. And what protein does is it boosts your metabolism. It does not make you get bulky. It does not make you get like super muscular. What it does is it boosts your metabolism. It gives your body what it needs so it can start shedding fat. And so I started adding protein to every single meal, especially breakfast. And that's something that we can often miss because we may think that having like oatmeal or a bagel or something like that may be good and healthy. But when you don't have your protein, your metabolism is staying the same. And so, you know, so that's really key. And then the other thing I did was to, I, everyone knows that you're supposed to add more vegetables and you're supposed to make more salads and, or things like that. But honestly, it was kind of boring for me. Like I grew up in a traditional Indian family where we eat flavors and spices and seasonings, and I couldn't just eat like bland broccoli and celery sticks. I just, it just wasn't working for me. So what I found is that when you can actually make your vegetables tasty, then that changes everything. Like there's a point that you can get to where you're making your vegetables so tasty that you're 
craving your vegetables. And, and like a, a, a really easy way to make your vegetables tasty is to roast them. Because when you roast vegetables, it brings out the sugar that, that brings out, not the sugar, it brings out the sweetness and it, it brings out the flavor. And so you're actually making your, your vegetables taste delicious. And then I love sprinkling on simple spices, like a little bit of sea salt, black pepper, and then also cumin, which has also been shown to help burn belly fat a little bit more. And then also uh, other spices spices like spice blends, like for example, from Trader Joe's, they have a really great everything but the bagel spice, which is yes. sodium. And that's an easy spice that you can put on almost anything. And it tastes really good. Do your kids eat it too? Do they like it? So that's a good, that's a good question because I do have to still work with my kids on eating more vegetables. Like I definitely was able to, to get myself to eat more vegetables, which I was happy about, but I do have to, you know, I do, ha- I do cook their vegetables there. They'll, they'll eat it. If there's a little, it's cooked in more butter, you know, or it's cooked in more flavors. And I'm okay with that. Cause I don't expect them to eat it. Like I do, like I have different reasons for eating like that, but I, I do want to get those vegetables in there. And, and even just doing like celery sticks and carrot sticks. They love, they like doing those things. They like those crunchy types of vegetables. Nice. So sorry. I know we digressed a little, (laughs) but okay. So back to you were working, you were making these changes and it helped you lose some of the weight while you were working in consulting and traveling. Exactly. So it helped me actually lose the weight in a way that was sustainable. And so then I started traveling again because I was able to do, I got started on this while I was at home, which is kind of like right now in this quarantine style time period, it was actually a perfect moment to get started and to experiment and to learn what I liked and learn new recipes and learn how to do this. And so when I went back, I was able, I knew like I, since I lost 40 pounds, I was like, this is the easiest way to lose weight. I never lost weight so quickly and easily before that I was going to do anything that it took to keep it off. I didn't even have to go to the gym for hours a week. I went to the gym like twice a week. Well, that's because I feel like people also think like, oh, I can eat a donut. I'm just going to work out really hard. But I mean, I, I love researching nutrition and things like that. And it's about what you put into your body, not necessarily like working out. So eating a donut and working out does really nothing. But the minute you start eating clean and healthy, you don't even have to work out and your body adjusts. Working out exponentially makes things better, but it doesn't make or break it. Yes. Oh my God. You're right on. That is exactly what it is. So eating is 80% of losing weight, 80%. So if you're going to work out and you feel like that's the thing that's going to help you, because sometimes we feel like if we're sweating and if we're working hard externally, that that's the thing that's going to matter. And it doesn't, that doesn't, especially because you can often get hungrier and end up eating more calories. And for those of us that have worked out, how it's, it is pretty hard to even burn 250 calories. Like it takes a lot of work and you could easily put that on with one bag of your kids' Cheez-Its, you know, which I've done like several times. I'm like this Cheez-Its bag. Oh, there's another, there's 200 calories. So it's like when you're really watching, when you're really eating the right foods and you know how to keep yourself full without all those, without all those snacks, then you add on the workouts, then you get to another level. But the eating is like the number one thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so when I was traveling, what happened is that all of these people started asking me how I lost that weight, because this is really surprising, but I was in better shape after being a mom than before a mom. And I think I never figured out how to do it before I was a mom. I never was able to wear a bathing suit before I was a mom. And after I was a mom, I was wearing a bikini with my two-year-old and my like, and and with my uh, two and a half year old and my 13 month old. 
Hashtag mom goals right there. (laughs) I couldn't believe it happened to me. Like it was really not the life that I had ever known. I was always the person that wore a cover up and sat in the sand. And so for me to feel that confidence, I, I felt like I was a new woman after that, after losing that weight. And so a lot of people started asking me what I had done. People at work, moms in my neighborhood. So many people asked me that I had to, I was like, I'm repeating the same information. I must strike. I have to start a blog. And so I started writing about my recipes. I started writing about the mindsets that it takes to, to lose the weight because you have to get started and then stay on your journey. And uh, people were starting, like, uh, I, I was, I really talked about things that professional women, like, found interesting because they were easy solutions. And people started reading my blog. And then I started learning about this, this career or this business of an online business. And I started learning about the fact that you could actually coach people online and you could help people. And so I was traveling every week for multiple days, staying in hotels, but I started taking training courses on how to build an online business. And this was like not work for me. It was so much fun. Like I couldn't wait to get back to my hotel room every evening and finish my training course and then write my blog post and then reach out to people so that they would read my blog posts and do all of that. It was like so much fun for me to kind of explore this new area. And so I always looked at it as something fun. And how long Um, ago was that? Oh, so that was actually, so now that was almost, that was actually seven years ago, seven years ago. Yeah. So when you had your really little kids too. So that was, yeah, my, my daughter was only, she was two and my son was three and a half. Yep. They were really little. And it was at that point that I started seeing the future of my professional career. And I did not want to not work. I wanted to work but I also wanted to be more present for my children and be more flexible in my lifestyle to like take a day off and like to spend it with my family who's in town and do whatever I might want to do. And so I started realizing like, if I keep going down the path of management consulting and go and become a partner, like, okay, that, that was what I originally wanted, but I just saw all the, all the time and effort it took. And I just didn't want it as much anymore, but I still wanted something. I didn't want nothing. And so I wanted more flexibility, you know? And so the other thing is that when I lost the weight, it was like a personal transformation that I went through. And I really wanted that fulfillment of helping other people achieve the freedom that I, I now felt that I had, that I never had in my life. And I felt that I would have more purpose by doing that. And so that's really what, what drove me when I say that I had the hunger, that's where, that's the hunger that, that, that it was, it was, I had the hunger for more flexibility to, to make, to make the income I wanted to make without having to be confined in a corporate schedule. And I didn't know if it could happen for me though. Like I had no guarantees. I didn't know what could happen and what couldn't happen. I just had to start step by step and like start, start taking a training course start a blog. And then I learned how to coach people. And so while I was on the road, I actually had clients that started, that came from reading my blog and joining my email list. And then they saw all the advice I was giving and I started offering coaching services and I got a couple clients. So my first year I got several clients and I was coaching them. Like I would meet with them virtually while I was in my hotel room or while I was at home, wherever it was, I'd meet with them virtually and they, and I could do that because I didn't have to meet them in person. It was so doable. And I, I would meet like, it was like two or three hours out of my week and I could do that every week. And so I did that. And then my first client, she lost 40 pounds. And my second client, she lost 30 pounds. 
And I was like, there's something that's so working here for women that could not change their bodies. And all of a sudden they're changing their bodies. Like I have something and I have to share it. I have to help more people. And so, so I, I like just was very diligent on growing my following. Cause that was really what it was about. Like, are people interested in this? I had to prove my idea worked and I could not quit my job because I didn't know if my idea could work. But then I found that these women were losing weight. And then I, I got to a place where I had a thousand email subscribers. And that was my number for, okay, this means that enough people are interested that this could be something like this business could actually grow. It's not just in my mind. Did you have any fears during that point? Like, I don't have a health background. I'm like, not a nutritionist. I'm not this, or like, did you have it face any fears? Like I've never launched a business. I'm not an entrepreneur. You know, I've worked this role. I had these dreams. I got this degree. Was there ever a point there where I guess the term imposter syndrome, but whatever, it's more like, did you ever fear that people aren't going to take me seriously? Like I don't have a degree after my name in anything health related. And how did you face that? Oh my gosh. That's such a good question, Stephanie. And like, absolutely. All of those fears were in my head. All of them were. And, and like that, I didn't even think that I could really do anything. I just thought I lost 40 pounds. And it was really like a couple people who told me they're like, you should do something with this. Like, this is not necessarily normal. And I feel like a lot of, of, of women who are listening, that's like, we do these things that are kind of like a pretty big deal. And then we just move on. And we don't even realize like the huge accomplishment that we just made. We're like, what's next? What else do I have to do? Right. So but like, especially amb- ambitious people, they're like, okay, next goal, next goal. Yeah. What's next? <laughs> exactly. Now what's next on the ladder that I'm climbing? Like what else? But like, sometimes like the thing that, that you felt came easily to you, not everyone a lot of people don't think that it's easy and you may have found something that makes it easy for other people. And so if you just have to explain it and teach it, you could, you have, everybody has that, that, that skill, that something that you've done or that you're good at that other people find really hard and you just don't, or you found a way to conquer it. And so really taking that and going with it. So it, so I actually didn't even think it was a big deal. Like, even though it was a big deal, like for me, my life was totally changed, but I'm like, okay, I did that checkbox. Now let's move on. Like, let me get, let me get a promotion now. You know, it was like the next thing. So I did go through all those things. And one of the biggest things that almost stopped me from actually moving forward was when I stopped, started my business, I started it as a healthy food site. So I started with like healthy recipes. And then I started like showing like healthy garbanzo beans. That was one of my favorite dishes, these, these curry garbanzo beans that have turmeric in it. And um, I, I put, I made a website and I had that as the front page, but then I took a training course that was all about how do you really appeal to the, how do you really get people to want to work with you? And one of the big things was like, you really need to understand people and what they want and what are their burning pains. And, and what I realized is like healthy food was kind of a, for me, it was like, I was hiding behind healthy food when the real thing that people wanted was weight loss. And that was my specific area. And so I was actually scared of showing my results of like my before and after pictures, because I didn't want people to think that I was bragging and that I didn't want people to think like, who does she think she is? Who, why does she think that she can put her picture up? And I actually had to be, because I was in a training course, 
it was like, you have to show people your results so that they can see what you did because they actually want the weight loss. They only want the healthy food in your market to get to the weight loss. And so, and I feel like that is a huge thing for not just business or not just entrepreneurs, but even for moms, like so many times we show up and we're like, oh, we have to hide. We like, don't want to tell our story or whatnot. Cause I don't want to sound bragging. I don't want to, I feel like that's also a mom thing too, is yes. that whole it's belief. It's so true. It's like, so true. It's like, there's, I've been re- reading a lot of, of, of like of books about, about this fact that women, we hide behind our successes and behind what we want to do. And we actually hide behind the fact that we need credentials and that we need more education. And it's actually just a way for you to, to not like put yourself out there so that, cause you might fail if you put yourself out there. That's the thing. And it's scary. So that's what I was afraid of failing of like, I was afraid of criticism of people that were going to say, why is she putting herself out there? Why is she doing that? But what ended up happening instead is that when I actually put my authentic self out there and said, I can help you look at what I just did. I can help you too. In the first week that I created my website, I had 101 people sign up for my website, which was like, I didn't think one person was going to sign up. Like I was so scared that everyone was going to reject me. And then they actually like supported me. And and then in that moment, I was like, oh my God, I could have been living in this place where I was just doubting myself. And yet now I get the opportunity to help people because I put myself out there. Right. And then from that point onward, you still continued to work and you still continued at least corporate work. So what made you finally decide I'm going to leave my corporate job? I can't do this anymore. Or what was that decision and how did you make that? Yeah. Well, that was definitely a, a journey from that moment of me getting like the first 101 subscribers and then getting the thousand subscribers. Like it was a journey, like things continued, but I was really, you know, when you're starting a business, there's a lot of mistakes that, and there's a lot of learnings to make. And so, you know, I tried multiple different business models and it took me like my fifth business model before things started really clicking and really started working and things. I got successes all along the way, but my personal goal was that I needed to actually have an income that was more than what I was doing at my corporate job. That was what I needed to do to be able to walk away from my job. And so that took me five years. It took me five years to get there. But I can tell you every single moment of that time was exciting. I was getting wins. I was like getting interviewed in places. I was getting like articles written in places. I was getting new clients. Like every day I was excited. And then also I had stresses because yes, I had children and I had to do this corporate job. You know, of course I had stresses, but I kept my vision on the fact that I wanted flexibility and I wanted freedom. And I really wanted, I have a desire to be able to be really successful and and do it while I'm being a mom. I was going to say a lot of moms make the excuse like, oh, but I don't have time. I don't have the time to do that. You had a very full plate. How did you find that time to do those things, to still make time for your kids, for your family, for your job, for all of that? What did you do in order to make time for that? Yes. Okay. So I, and, and it is challenging to find time and it's actually about making some, some structural changes to your life. It's not necessarily about like, well, I'll spend less time on this thing or less time. No, it's about actually making some, some structural changes. So 
the thing is you will find time when you have the vision and you have the desire and the hunger to get to where you want to go. You will find time. It will come through. It will come out. If you don't have a clear vision and you don't have that desire inside, there's always a reason that you can't do it. It's the same thing with like exercising or eating healthy. It'll be like, I don't have time. But And there's those moments that we feel like we don't. But when you get to that place, you're like, I don't care. I need to figure this out. I'm going to do what it takes to do it. So I can share like a few very, very useful strategies that worked for me that were based on structural changes. So one of the things I did is that I started, I am actually a night bird. I love staying up until 1230 or one. Oh, same here. <laughs> I'm totally a night owl. I'm terrible in the mornings though. Terrible in the mornings. I know. And I actually labeled myself as a night person. And I didn't think this could ever change. But with children, I had no choices here. So my children, like they would wake up at like, you know, I would have to get them ready to go to school and they would have, I mean, they would, sometimes it was 6.30, sometimes it was seven, but I had to like, I realized when I was on, like I was awake at 12.30 that I was not really doing anything that was very productive with my brain at that moment. Like I would, I realized I was like scrolling on the internet. I was watching Netflix. I was like reading an article that was not helping me in any way. And then I, I was like, you know what, if I took two, hours from my night and put it into my morning, I would achieve like that could be game changing. I could achieve so much more. So I decided, and this was a decision. I decided, I was like, I have to change my sleep schedule. I have to go to sleep at first. It was, you know, I took it back slowly, 10 30, 10. At some point I was actually going to bed at nine 30. That was like the best. Wow. That was so, that's so my husband's going to love this, by the way, my husband has been trying to get me up earlier and earlier. He's like, Stephanie, you really need to get up before the kids do. Cause I, And I always make the excuse, like, I'm a night owl. Like, that's when I do my best work. But everyone keeps saying this. So I think I I love that. Oh my baby gosh, steps, totally. trying to go to bed a little earlier every night, little, half an hour earlier, half an hour earlier. So what happened is that this is also when you, when you're backed into a wall and you have no, like you have no other time because you have a full-time job and you have some children that are waking up. But and during quarantine, I found it, it has been a little bit harder to get up early because you don't have to get up early. So my sleep schedule has been slipping because of that. So it's also like, you kind of have to be backed into a wall to do these things, you know? And so I was backed into a wall. And so what I did is like, when you go to sleep at 10, then seven hours from that is 5am. And and I was able to get like a good sleep and and I was able to wake up at 5am. So what happened? So I would wake up at 5am. I would have my coffee with my cinnamon. I would have all of this quiet time because the whole world is asleep, including my children. And it ends ended up being like such an indulgently self-care time that I could work. I would get into my blog. I would get into the, the, the things that I was doing. And in those hours in the morning, when your mind is fresh, that one and a half, call it, let's say two hours, that two hours is equivalent to four or five hours in your regular day. You're getting more work done. You're getting like more than double the work done. So two hours a day, even four times a week was eight hours extra of my week meaning when you're, when you're taking that to, to the course of a month, that's almost like 40 hours extra. And so 32 to 40 hours extra, depending on how many days you're doing it. And so you're adding on like a complete weeks of work and you're doing that while you're doing everything. And yes, you're not, it's not like you're doing a, you're you're taking a month to get that amount. But if you did that and you add it up two months, three months, four months, you are, you are producing so much more. And so that's what I was doing. That's one of the strategies Another thing is that I started using my vacation time at my work for, I actually didn't go on vacations for like one or two. I went on vacations that I had to go on, like my family events and things like that, but I didn't plan 
as like, I, I did have a good amount of vacation for my corporate job. So I was able to go on some things, but I would take staycations and I would just like, my kids would go to school and I would work. And a lot of times I found two week staycations were like, like totally, they, they were totally um, completely transformational for my business. Cause I could get a lot of times there's like busy work to do in the first week. There's like, you have to go to this doctor's appointment and your, your kid needs something. So but by the second week, you, you've taken care of all that. And then you can like truly focus on your things. And so I was able to like make big leaps by doing things like that. And one more thing is that I had to cut certain things from my schedule, which I dearly loved for some time, not the whole time, including my social life. So like I just, I love my, I love my friends. I love having people that I go out and see, but with a family, a full-time job and wanting to create a business and then like cousins, birthdays and things like that. I was like, there's only so many things I can do. And so I would do things with, with my, with people, but I would do it for special events. I wouldn't like plan all the time, like Thursday night, let's go have drinks or like whatever night. And like, I wouldn't do all that, but that has come back. I actually have now have a very healthy social life. Like I see my friends and I see more people more than I was doing before. And I feel good about it, but I did have to, and everyone has a different thing that they could take out. It could be TV, you know, it could be like there. I also took down TV. So those things that are kind of taking time away and you're not like, you could like build something with that and you can always add it back later. So that means it's like that healthy balance of buckets. Like what's important in this very moment, not like what's important in the grand scheme of life, but like in this very moment, if I need to build this business or if I need to focus on my family right now, I do it. Something else you have to say no to, but then it can flip. Like your kids are in school now and you have flexibility to do other things that you might not have five or six years ago. Back to kind of the self-care you mentioned, I love your morning routine. Do you still one keep that morning routine? Like what does the first 20 minutes of your day look like now in quarantine, you know, with your older kids and what is one thing you do for yourself daily? That's just for you. Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, I would love to share. This is so perfect because I have a metabolism boosting morning routine that I do every morning and that I recommend that other women do if you are interested in self-care and interested in boosting your metabolism, which is really the easiest way to, to slim down and to feel healthier and just to feel great. And so my metabolism boosting morning routine, there's four moments of the morning routine. And so the first moment is to start your day with an infused de-bloating water. And infused de-bloating water is something that you make the night before, if possible. You fill a pitcher up with water and you cut two lemons. You slice them in rounds and you put them into the pitcher. And then overnight, it's going to infuse in the water. It's going to become lemon water. And so overnight or overnight, you're going to really get that flavor. So right now, especially during this pandemic, really increasing your immune system is really, really key. And so lemons actually give you a third of your daily vitamin C and it's natural from lemons. You don't even have to do anything else. So you're boosting your immunity and then you're also detoxifying your body, which is what happens when you have lemons. And then because you're drinking that glass of water, you're hydrating your body. And that's really, really key. Of course, we all know we're supposed to drink water, but when you add lemons to it, it helps so much. But you can also add a couple other things to this water to make it even more de-bloating. 
And so a couple of things are you could add fresh mint leaves, which decrease your overeating, your urges for overeating. You could also, or instead add cucumber slices, which decrease bloating and water retention because it has so much water in it. And then what you could do is when you pour it, you could sprinkle a little cayenne pepper, which boosts your metabolism. And it also curbs your appetite. So these are all optional add-ins, but it's, it's about making your water taste really good, making you excited and feeling kind of indulgent in your morning when you're doing that and, and really, really hydrating your body. So that's the first moment. The second moment is having your coffee or cinnamon or coffee or tea with cinnamon because it, it really lowers your blood sugar and it replaces sugar. The third moment is to have your protein more breakfast. So we talked about that mantra about protein more. Well, having protein in your breakfast is really important. So what you could do is have, like you eat eggs, have eggs, have two eggs, and even boost your protein a little bit more by maybe adding an egg white to that, because that's a really great way to get a little bit more protein or doing Greek yogurt with berries. Greek yogurt can be anywhere from 15 to 19 grams of protein with really low sugar, which is amazing. And the other thing you can do is you can do a vegan or a whey protein powder and make a nice smoothie. A lot of times a smoothie with almond milk, berries, and mint really get your metabolism going. So that's, um, I think one thing you can even prepare in advance. I think for me as a mom, like I always like the kids have breakfast, then all of a sudden it's 10 AM and I realize. I haven't eaten. I like literally drank coffee, three cups of coffee, and I haven't eaten breakfast. So simple things, I guess, to make an advance or to have ready so that you can have that protein in the morning. Yes, that's so true. It's like, it's so key to make it simple. And so if you have your smoothie ingredients, you could even like put it into your blender the night before and put it in your fridge, or you could put everything into a Ziploc bag and then just add the protein powder or Greek yogurt into your smoothie. And you can also do like egg muffins, like paleo egg muffins, and just make a whole tray of egg muffins so that every day you just pop them out. Like maybe your kids have some, maybe you have some too. So that's the third moment. And the fourth moment is an anti-inflammatory boost, which is you add something that helps you decrease inflammation, which what that means is you decrease puffiness in your face and you decrease bloating in your belly. And so a couple really good ways to add, to do that is number one, adding anti-inflammatory ingredients like blueberries or spinach to the breakfast that we talked about. Or one of my favorite things is adding turmeric. which is a golden anti-inflammatory spice. You can add that to your eggs because it's, it's a yellow spice and it's very mild then it goes with eggs. So that's really a really great morning. It there's four moments, but it goes really systematic. You have your water, your coffee, you make sure you have your breakfast and then you add your anti-inflammatory boost to it. And you have boosted your metabolism and started your day in such a positive, really, really delicious way. Oh, I love that. I, I love turmeric too. I used to add them to to lattes. So I'm wondering, can you do like cinnamon and turmeric in your coffee and kind of do that or. Oh, that's amazing. You can do that. Yes. You can do cinnamon and turmeric in your coffee. You can also do cinnamon and turmeric in your smoothie. Those both are really, really great in your smoothie. Yes. You can absolutely do that because turmeric is amazing. Yes. Wow. Well, thank you so much for all of this. It's amazing. A couple last things I was asking because it's quarantine. A lot of people have gained that quarantine 15. Any other things besides all this, like if you had to pick top three things for moms to implement just today, like today you're going to do this. That's pretty simple. What would those top three things be? Well, definitely adding cinnamon to your coffee or tea is really, really. Or what if you don't drink coffee or tea? Cause there's some people who yep. don't drink caffeine. 
Yep. So if you don't, don't have coffee or tea, then the next best thing, well, which is also as good is to add cinnamon on top of your, your morning fruit. Like if you're having any berries, if even if you're having an apple, if you're having anything like that, that's really, really great is to add cinnamon onto some part of your breakfast on your Greek yogurt, because you're lowering your blood sugar. You're getting that little, that, that sweet taste. So that's really, really good. That's a good thing. Another thing that I recommend is to really be able to like a really great vegetable to, to make for yourself, for your family is to roast a tray of vegetables. And I love, I, and I recommend doing vegetables like asparagus, doing vegetables like bell peppers, doing vegetables like Brussels sprouts. If you're, you know, actually kids would like it when it's roasted asparagus is one of those vegetables that it actually decreases water retention. And so it helps you decrease bloating in your belly. And so really adding those vegetables to your diet, it helps you reduce the water in your belly. And so that's like a really key thing that will, that will help you a lot. And then what I recommend is in the evenings, if for many moms, I know many moms, we, we like to have our wine. We need our wine. We deserve it often, or maybe another kind of drink or ice cream at night or something that like at the end of the day, a lot of times we may feel that we deserve something for all the work that we've done. We deserve a treat. Finally, when the kids are finally to bed, we're like, okay, it's finally my moment. Now I need to do something before I fall asleep. So in that moment, it's really about treating yourself well. And I would like to share a delicious tea recipe that is non-caffeinated. It doesn't even use tea. It's called fire tea. And the reason it's called fire tea is because the ingredients help fire your belly fat away. And so it uses, what you do is you put a, you could put, you could make it for multiple nights, but if you were making just one cup, you would put one, you would boil one cup of water, but you would add about an inch of ginger that's grated or chopped up very, very fine. And what that does is that increases digestion, which is really great after dinner. And then you also add one cinnamon stick and the cinnamon stick is what helps to fire your belly fat away. So you boil it and then you simmer it for 20 minutes. And then you have that and it's a really sweet slash slightly spicy. It's like a sweet and savory treat to have it in the evening and it cuts your cravings. Many women that I've worked with have said that they have absolutely like not even wanted to have sugar or sweets after they have this. And you could have it at, usually at night, but you could also have it in the afternoons as that well. So sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. And a little hack is uh, back to my Trader Joe's obsession is Trader Joe's actually sells cubed ginger frozen. I don't know frozen, but it's like flash frozen. So I think mm-hmm. it's kind of fresh, but yes. they sell it in their frozen food section. They sell garlic and ginger and you can buy them in these, this tray of little cubes. So I like imagine instead of having to if you guys don't have time to like grate your own ginger, you can probably buy those and like pop them in. Yes. That's such a great mom hack. That's so true. I get those little trays and they do work and then they just defrost in the water or in whatever you're cooking, or you could even put it in your smoothie. If you wanted to put ginger in your smoothie, cause it's so great for digestion and all you have to do is pop it out. And that's the easiest thing to do. Yes. I love it. Yes. Well, perfect. Okay. A couple last things. What is your mom's superpower that makes you a better mom in business? So what is a superpower that you gained when you became a mom to make you a better business person? Oh, okay. What is my, okay. What's my superpower as a mom that has helped me in my business? Yes. Yes. I think my superpower is like being really comfortable with my kids being independent 
and not wanting them to be so dependent and reliant on me, though, of course, I enjoy them wanting things for me. I also enjoy seeing them get their own breakfast. I enjoy them coming home now and also like knowing that they're doing their, that, that they have to do their homework or at least being able to pull a couple things together by themselves. Like that makes me really happy and something that I had no choice but to implement as I became an entrepreneur and as I started adding more things to my plate, I, I didn't have the ability to do everything at once. And there are certain things I couldn't outsource. And, uh, and it was part of it was teaching them how to take care of themselves and be more independent. Nice. And lastly, what is your number one survival tip right now for working moms? Okay. So my number one survival tip is to buy a set of kettlebells and to have a set of kettlebells at your house. Kettlebells are the easiest time-saving way to keep your body in shape, to burn your belly fat off, to make your legs like super toned. And what you do is you get like basically the, the kettlebell size that's that I think is really good to start with. It's it's a it's 18 pounds, so it's like 12 k 9 kgs, I think. And, and so you get it. And when you hold it, you hold it and you just do squats. Like you go, you hold it in your, you hold it in your hands and you do squats as much as you can, even if you can do 10 squats, or even if you can do five squats. And if it's too hard with you with the kettlebell, put the kettlebell down and just do body squats. Squats are one of those exercises that work your whole body out in hardly any time. So once I became a mom, I was very, very focused on what is the lowest easiest, least time consuming workouts. And the kettlebell was something that helped me craft my body in a way that I was never able to do without. It. And so you get yourself a set of kettlebells or just get yourself one 18 pound kettlebell. You can do these squats. You can start lighter if you want to, but a lot of times you'll be surprised. We women, we we're, we're strong. We can do, you can do it. You can do it, especially when your whole body, if you can lift your kids, you can lift 18 pounds, you know? So 18 pounds is what my baby weighs right now. And so just carrying her around and it's like almost like dead weight, you know, cause they don't hold themselves up. So, you know, if you don't have that squat with your baby, just (laughs) hold your baby in the middle of your body and keep going up and down. Oh my, just do 10 of them, three sets of that. And you're going to get yourself worked out. That has been so such a, it's made me feel so good because I felt like I could keep myself in shape while at home without going to the gym with really, really just like 15 minutes a day, two to three times a week. That's it. I love that. Well, thank you. Where can we find you? Oh, well, I am. Thank you so much. You can find me at my website where I have a free recipe book. It's called, so my website is masalabody.com. And when you head over there, I will send you my free recipe book called seven spicy recipes to melt away your first seven pounds. So that's masalabody.com. I am also at Instagram where I post every, every day I post fresh stories. I show my children. I show a lot of things that we do. We've been doing a lot of active things together, like rock climbing and jet skiing and parasailing. And those are some of the things I've been able to do after becoming healthier that I wasn't able to do before. So I share openly all of those things. And then also I have a slim down workshop that is coming up. And that is something where I I teach you for five days. It's called a five day slim down for fierce feminine leaders. And I teach you more about the metabolism boosting morning routine more about my fat burning food framework that's been tested and perfected to help lose 
40 pounds and so many more kind of easy, easy ways to integrate getting healthier. And that is masalabody.com forward slash slim down. Perfect. I will put those all in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining today. I really appreciate it. And I hope, you know, all you guys out there got a ton of helpful information. So check her out. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mommy's on a Call. Your support means the absolute world to me. You can find the show notes for this episode and other goodies over at mommiesonacall.com. And if you enjoyed this episode or have gotten value from the podcast, I would be so grateful if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review so that we can reach and empower more moms all over the world together. Thank you so much again, Mommy Pod, and I will see you here next time. Thank you.